Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. We have a great guest today, so stay with us. David Figueroa from the Cerebral Palsy and Fitness Podcast. Let's learn more about him and his journey. Select episodes of this podcast are also heard on LICMC Radio. Just listen in Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on LICMC.net. Would you like your content shared on LICMC Radio? Well, send us an email for info. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Again, you can email cbiztv at yahoo.com. Hi, David. How are you doing? Good. Yourself? I'm good. Thank you. This is Irene with CBiz Media and LICMC Radio. And we're so glad to have you as a guest today. Could you briefly introduce yourself to the audience? Well, uh, my name is David Figueroa. I'm a former three-sport athlete, uh, assistant middle school teacher, uh, podcaster, YouTuber, and now I work with uh, middle school children as a as a youth advocate. That's awesome. You have a lot of different things you're involved in. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about, you know, did you mention that you do have cerebral palsy? Yes, I do have cerebral, cerebral palsy since, uh, since birth. Okay, so... How has that challenged you doing all of these things? And it looks like it hasn't slowed you down. So how has it challenged you? Well, um, if we can go back towards uh, when I was growing up, uh, some of the challenges I faced were were primarily uh, physically. I uh, Before the age of eight, I couldn't really read, write, walk, do anything uh, normal that a child could do. Um, and then as time progressed, I started to have that support system around me. So I had, uh, at the time I had my biological mom, my stepmom, and then my dad, and then all three in a way kind of contributed to who I am today. Um, and then after the age of eight, around seven or eight, Unfortunately, I had a family tragedy. My biological my biological mom passed away, and then that's where my stepmom uh, had to make a decision of: Am I going to take this role and continue my youth, or am I going to take this responsibility and raise this child and give this child everything that they need to be successful for the future? Um, so, at 23 years old, she made that decision of. I'm going to take this child and give him his future. And uh, next thing you know, fast forward to now, she's she's my mom, essentially. And she helped me get through school, would rem- would be the uh, one responsible to get me to therapy. She'd constantly remind my mom to take me to therapy. So she's just kind of like the backbone of who I am today. You know, without her, I wouldn't be in this position where I'm speaking to you getting to share my story and I'm excited to be able to lighten the viewers or the listeners 
on what I have to offer. And that's such an inspiring and encouraging story. And it's a blessing to have people in our lives that can help us. And I know that was a really tragic time losing your mother. It's a blessing that she was able to be there for you and to just really step up. So we thank God for that. We thank God for the man you are today. Now, you said you were into sports. Are you still into sports at this time? I am into sports, but I'm primarily now into fitness. So I just... um. I, I work out daily. I've given um, seminars where I've shown people how to do various exercises with the various disabilities on uh, how to stay in shape and how to stay active. Okay, so is that what your podcast consists of? It, it, it does. There's there's fitness. There's also I also have people with various stories to share and uh, my own journey as well. Okay, that's awesome. Definitely, we're going to get you to share your podcast information before we close out. And you're also a motivational speaker. So tell us a little about that. Well, I, I've, uh, as a motivational speaker, I've had the privilege and the honor to do, like I mentioned earlier, various seminars, conferences, uh, podcasts such as yours, which I'm grateful to be on today, and to be able to share my journey and uh, of positivity and hope and perseverance uh, to those around the world and to show them that just because you struggle with a disability, you struggle with an obstacle in life, it doesn't mean it's got to stop you from achieving your goals. You just got to find a way to adapt and be able to move on. Like I always tell people, you have to adapt, improvise and overcome. Awesome. That's really inspiring. So can you share with us maybe a few different venues that you've spoken at or maybe some of the most memorable speaking engagements that you've had? Uh, there was one in October of last year, the sixth annual Soro Palsy Conference based in New England. I did that virtually. That was pretty much the first major conference I had in, in my four, my f- almost five year speaking career. Um, also, I was able to speak at my uh, former university, UCF. I've done that uh, twice, which is pretty cool, too. Um, and let's see, what else? And just recently, I'm actually getting booked to speak in Australia and Nepal uh, virtually. So that's pretty exciting. Congratulations. That's so cool. You're truly going to be international <laughs> when you reach those engagements. That's so awesome. So right now you're a middle school assistant teacher as well. Um, tell us a little bit about your journey and how did you get to into that field? Well, when it comes to education, my family, they have, I mean, it goes, it spans decades. Like, you know, we're talking about my, my great grandfather from Puerto Rico is a professor there and he started in education. Then I have my, my, um, my, my mom, my stepmom, who is currently teaching uh, special ed. Then I had my aunt who taught special ed as well. So, and then my my pretty much my whole family lineage has been in education for decades. And then seeing my seeing my stepmom, who her beginnings weren't in education, but they were they were in social work, and she used to work with kids that were, you know, that were at risk of you know being in a 
being in a very toxic home environment and her responsibility is for, for, the, for her to try to get them into something more positive. And there are times where I travel with her to those places and meet some of those kids. And that's where my, my, um, my love and my passion for education eventually formed. And then as, as I grew older, that's when I decided, you know what, it's something I could do. You know, if I can, if I can motivate these kids to, that they can make a difference in their lives and they can do something for themselves, then, um, it's all worth it. And that's where, that's when I decided to jump in. Great. So like, again, you, you do a lot of different things. You wear a lot of different hats. You know what? I don't know. This probably is a hard question, but which one do you feel the most passionate about? I got to say being in the classroom because it's, it's allowed me to not just, um, learn about myself, but learn about each kid individually and what strengths and weaknesses they have and how we can work on improving those and expanding and making those strengths flourish, you know, cause a lot of these kids don't know where to start, but when you have the right guidance, you can see them be successful in anything. And I always make sure to tell them that every time we have our groups or we have individuals, I always make sure to tell them you you are important in this world. You, you have a meaning and a purpose in this world. And one day, you're going to be able to show the world that you're capable of doing anything you set your mind to. You know, regardless of where you're from, you know, you can do it. Exactly. And regardless of whatever challenges you might face in life, and you're a living example so they can see you and and that can motivate and inspire them. As, it, as it's inspiring us right now as you're sharing your story. So can you get a little bit more into your podcast and let us know a little bit about the different elements of your podcast? I know you did mention the fitness and you have guests on there as well. So can you kind of get a little more into your podcast and your podcast brand? Well, when it comes to my podcast, I started it... Uh around three years ago and it was centered mostly on on fitness and cerebral palsy but as the years progressed I started thinking you know what I have this platform I spoke I've told my story so why not have other people with different disabilities different obstacles different successes and different struggles get to share their their voice on this platform where it's judgment free you know you don't have to worry about anybody judging you and you get a platform to speak on because most people they when it comes to disability a lot of people stay silent because they're afraid of being judged or afraid of you know something bad happening uh but as i got older it wasn't until the age of 25 where i'm like you know what and my my mom had mentioned to me the day i graduated from ucf she's like this is the cane the disability it represents you it'll always be a part of you and it's up to you to want to embrace it and to use it to the best of your ability so i chose to open up and be like this is the perfect time to start sharing my journey because before college before everything i've been able to accomplish i was told i'd be i'd be 
my parents were told I'd be nothing. You know, it'd, it'd be impossible for me to graduate college. It'd be impossible for me to walk. It'd be impossible for me to be successful. Now, all those impossibles were turned into, into I can do it. It is possible. Um, I struggled in education. Education in Puerto Rico was not ready for somebody like, was not ready for a student like me who had CP, was a lot slower than most kids in the class, in a regular education classroom. I got straight A's. I mean, I was a model student, but in the teacher's eyes, I was too slow. You know, they didn't want me in there. So they tried to do anything they could to take me out. And like I said, thank, thank, thank God for my stepmom for being there, for intervening and for believing in me. And she's always, since day one and to this day, that I'm here today where I'm at, you know? Amen. And you said you, I like a lot of things you were saying about just being at such a young age, people were saying you couldn't do these things and they were impossible. So at a young age, you beat a lot of impossibilities. So as being an adult now, I mean, the sky is the limit as to what you can do because you've done so much growing up beating these things that people said you couldn't do and then you had people pushing back as you were trying to educate and and grow and improve and you are a disability advocate as well and i think that's very much needed because you would think that people with disabilities would be able to have a lot of things open doors for them and things that they need and we should be like really open in the society to do that but there are a lot of people that are pushing back that are negative and trying to make it even harder for somebody that's already going through challenges so being a disability advocate can you tell us more about that well when it comes to when it comes to advocacy you can you can advocacy comes in so many different forms you know um i started my road to advocacy through through social media, through, you know, through YouTube. And then I kind of started sharing my story from there. Um, it's, it's not easy. It's, I can tell you this right now. It's not easy. Like, I mean, for people to hear your voice, it's, it can get very difficult at first. It can get very discouraging. Uh, the key to that is you have to have the right mindset and you have to not give up. You know, most people start, at the bottom but as you as you grow stronger and stronger over time people start listening and when that when it starts when people start listening that's when changes happen and that's when people support you and like I said I got all that through through my mom you know she 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 fought for me with for everything that I had you know education therapy um for me to be successful in the school system I got that off from her and eventually, you know, as with everything, I feel like eventually got passed down to me. And now as I'm older, you know, 23 years later, fast forward 23 years later from the age of eight, um, I'm here today giving back. That's all I have to do now is give back. You know, I owe it to not just myself and the people around me that have believed in me, but to my mom herself for getting me here in this moment yes thank god for mothers i love my mom too she's done so much for me 
she's still a huge part of my life. So love to all the mothers that are behind their children. Um, I definitely relate with that. I love my mom as well, and she's done so much to help push and motivate me as well. It's been really great speaking with you. Thank you for sharing your journey. Um, how can people connect with you and connect with your podcast? Um, well, you can find me on on um, iTunes, Spotify. On uh, it's called the David's Seropause and Fitness Podcast, and then you can also email me at uh, davidscpfitness at gmail.com and we can connect from there okay sounds great thank you david you have a good one thank you for your time thank you it's been a pleasure